Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. This year, we are reading Holiness Day by Day by Jerry Bridges. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast. My name is Melly, and I'm your host today. I am so thankful to be here with you today. The title of today's reading is Best Kept Secret. In today's reading, Jerry Bridges states that the core issue for most Christians is that we don't quite believe that we are still spiritual bankrupt. I am both encouraged and convicted at the same time with today's reading. I'm thankful that God sent Jesus and died on the cross for us and that he purchased our forgiveness of sins so that God's mercy is new every single day. When God looks at us, when we confess our faith in Jesus, we have the blood of Jesus covering us because Jesus had paid it all. But perhaps at some point I started to think that Jesus' sacrifice on the cross is not finished. And I in my flesh must handle the rest after that. And I need to work hard for God's blessings. In Ephesians chapter 2, Verses 4 to 5, it says, Because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ. Even when we were dead in transgressions, it is by faith you have been saved. You see, both grace and mercy are gifts from God, but they operate in slightly different ways. Mercy is typically refers to the compassion or forgiveness shown towards someone when they deserve punishment. But on the other hand, grace goes beyond mercy and involves giving favor or kindness to someone without any expectation of payment. I remember when I was 13, I was invited to accept Jesus in my heart. And I remember saying a prayer like this. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner, and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart. I want to trust you as my Lord and Savior and follow you for the rest of my life. You know, after this beautiful prayer, I was absolutely on fire. I wanted to tell the whole world about Jesus. My life has been changed forever. I faithfully attended Bible studies. I attended church every Sunday. I served in the kids ministry and I absolutely loved being at church. Until college, my mom was diagnosed with cancer and was given six months to live. At that moment, my whole entire world crumbled. I believe Jesus sacrificed himself to free us from our sins. So why did my mom have to go through these unbearable sufferings? I was in denial. I started questioning the God that I have faithfully served 
and dedicate my whole entire life to. I kept asking, why? Why? Why the suffering? I wasn't able to comprehend. I felt maybe I failed. Have I not done enough, prayed enough, or read enough Bible to have God's blessings? I was frustrated. I was confused. I turned away from the Lord. In fact, I wanted nothing to do with God. One of my all-time favorite parables told by Jesus in the Gospel of Luke is the story about the prodigal son. This parable is a powerful illustration of God's unconditional love and forgiveness. The narrative beautifully captures the essence of repentance, redemption, and compassion of God the Father. This parable is about a father with two sons, and the younger son wanted nothing to do with his father. He asked for his share of wealth, which was basically saying that, Dad, I am impatient for you to pass away, so I like my inheritance now. This act was not only a financial request, but also carried a deep level of disrespect, and offensiveness in a cultural context. But the father granted the request. So the son got his money and took off somewhere far away where he wasted his money in a reckless and indulgent lifestyle, which led him to the point where he found himself in a very desperate situation. He was hungry. He was alone. He didn't have any money. He was absolutely desperate. I was like this prodigal son in the parables. Despite being blessed with the gift of salvation at age 13, and I was surrounded by God's loving people, I chose to live independently of God, rejecting his love for me, I insisted on charting my own course, having no desire for God in my life. I enter a dark season of my life marked by unwise decisions. It was until this pivotal moment that I that brought me to my knees, pleading with God to take me back. I was lost. I was emptied just like the prodigal son. Eventually, the son in the parable was so tired that he came up with a plan that he would go back to his father's house and work as a servant because he thought at least he would have a better working condition there. However, when when he got to his father's house before he could even, even ask for the job as a servant, he was welcomed with loving arms his father was overwhelmed with joy to see his son's return. In the middle of this parable, in Luke 15, 20 to 24, so he got up and he went back to his father. While he was still far away, his father caught sight of him and was filled with compassion. He ran towards him, embraced him, and kissed him. His son said to his father, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. 
I no longer deserve to be called your son. But his father ordered his servants, Quickly, bring the finest robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger, sandals on his feet. Take the fattened calf and slaughter it. And let us celebrate with a feast. Because today this son of mine was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found. Then the celebration began. You see, the father's response is not based on the son's actions. The son was selfish. He basically betrayed his father. He wanted nothing to do with his father. Here, we see a reflection of unconditional love and forgiveness the father has for his son. Having reached the lowest point in my life, I made a renewed commitment to Jesus. Upon returning to the church, I felt an overwhelming shower of God's love, experiencing a deep outpouring of His grace. My dignity was restored, much like the father putting the best robe on his son and hosting the feast for me. Our Heavenly Father celebrates with us because He is gracious to us. At one point, we wanted nothing to do without God, but He pursues us and He wraps his arms around us when we return to him. Both grace and mercy are gifts from God. Mercy is not getting the punishment we deserve. Mercy gave the prodigal son a second chance without judgment. We acknowledge that Jesus went to the cross and sacrificed himself for our forgiveness of sins. However, there is an additional dimension to this profound act. The father didn't just welcome the son back. He gave him a feast. He gave him everything. In Luke 15, it says that when the father saw his son, he was filled with compassion. He ran towards him. He covered him with clean clothes and gave him a feast to celebrate his return. Grace is getting the favor we do not deserve. Grace gave the prodigal son a feast, a celebration that he did not deserve. Jesus didn't just purchase our ticket to heaven. He also purchased every blessing and favor we don't deserve. It is not based on our performance or or achievements. It is solely by God's grace that we have found favor in his sight. So we just celebrated Christmas and it is so much joy for me to watch my boys opening their presents on Christmas day. The excitement on their face is, is just priceless. Speaking of prices, it would be really inappropriate for them to open the presents and say, well, how much is this present? Can I pay you back? Instead, they simply received and enjoy the gift. A gift, by definition, is something given to someone without payment. When we become Jesus' followers, we simply receive God's salvation as a gift. Because of Jesus, we don't get the punishment we deserve. And because of Jesus, we are given the favors of God that we don't deserve. Let's pray.
Heavenly Father, thank you for your grace and mercy you shower upon us each day. Lord, as we stand before you, we earnestly seek your guidance. May we walk in the light of your truth and be obedient to your will. May we be vessels of your love and ambassadors of your grace in the world. Help us to extend mercy and kindness to others. May our lives be a reflection of your glory. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you can take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.